Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Starsage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's Carriage. It is Monday evening, January 7th, and I have just gotten off from my workday at the candy shop. It's as dark as midnight out, but yet the sun just set in the last couple of hours. The dash is reading 32 degrees out, so we are just at the freezing point here in Fahrenheit. And uh, the weather forecast says that we are due for icy conditions. Now, I have yet to see even a hint of sleet, but it is certainly a windy evening out. And uh, Hubby Billy tells me that points east are already experiencing those aforementioned icy conditions. How are you? And what have you been up to? By now you've certainly had a chance to settle back in to your regular routines, to rejoin the fray and trudge back into your salt mine. Over the weekend, Hubby and I had a visitor from out of town. Billy's bestie, Tommy, came down from the great white north, Fort Maple, and settled into town for a couple of nights, as he does from time to time, to visit some friends from years gone by. Tommy used to live in these parts a few years back, but in more recent years has found himself living closer to family for several reasons. But when he comes to town, we try to make best use of our time together and, uh, you know, uh, make up for lost time. Since we don't get to see him on the holiday itself, we often hold off on our gift exchange until he's able to come to town. Momentary pause for a sip of coffee. Here's to you, Frequency. Yes, from time to time, I also have a a sip of hot coffee in the evening. You see, I normally have my last cup on my last break at the candy shop. That's usually around about 3.30. However, recently, the giant cafeteria-style coffee pot that we've enjoyed having for some time has gone on the blink, and uh, we are awaiting a replacement. So those of us on a, uh, a slightly unusual schedule being as I stay a little later and come in a little later, uh, tend to either make a half pot or go without. And, well, it's usually been the latter lately. So on my way home, I ran a few errands and I stopped into my grocery and visited the coffee bar as they were shutting down. But back to uh, Tommy's visit, on uh, Friday night, I was up a little late 
after I'd uh, had some time visiting with Toppy, my co-host on Matinee Minutia, that other show I do about film and television trivia. This latest episode, we got together and had a talk about the trivia behind one of the firsts of its time, the 1984 sitcom made-for-television cable program Not Network, made for TBS, Turner Broadcasting Service, which at the time mostly ran reruns of old sitcoms like the Andy Griffiths show and baseball games for the Atlanta Braves team as the owner, Ted Turner, was also the owner of the baseball team. And uh, this program, Down to Earth, was created in an effort to bring original content to Mr. Turner's station. Down to Earth is the story of a maid who met with an untimely death during the Roaring Twenties. And after a number of decades spent in heaven, she was reassigned to become the guardian angel of the Preston family in the 1980s. More coffee. Shortly after the Prestons suffered the loss of their mother, this show ran three seasons, and in its second season saw a replacement of the actor in the lead role, a Stephen Johnson, who was replaced by the, by the actor of bewitched fame, Dick Sargent. And this happened to be one of, or if not the last, television role before his untimely passing in the early 90s from prostate cancer. Down to Earth is a fun program, and often, more often than not, the uh, the maid Ethel is found to be filling in for the mother role. She has to give advice on dating and uh, social situations and uh, financial in some cases. And every now and then, she's called upon by her supervisor who checks in from heaven above, an angel also, who appears only to her and gives her guidance. Down to Earth doesn't seem to have ever been released on DVD or VHS for that matter, as we are talking about the 80s. But uh, if you do a little digging, you could probably find it on a a, a free streaming service out there. So during the weekend, uh, we intended to step out our door earlier than we ended up. We ran a few errands and uh, did shopping for dinner. And uh, before the weekend was out, Hubby had begun work on a costume for Tommy as we are just within a month 
of our nerd family reunion, the Mid-Atlantic Sci-Fi Extravaganza, known as the Farpoint Convention, which you can find out more about at farpointcon.com. Also, uh, if you're interested in finding out more about Matinee Minutia, that's at Matinee, M-A-T-I-N-E-E, Minutia, M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E dot com. So we'll be going to Farpoint. It'll be Hubby Billy and I, Bestie Tommy, and of course, Mr. Toppy Smelly. We're very much looking forward to this adventure as it's a, a long weekend out of town and out of state, actually. So it's a nice little escape where we get to be surrounded by like-minded individuals and have an opportunity to uh, dine out here and there. Before the weekend was out, we did a gift exchange with Tommy and we settled in for a nighttime movie at home. We watched a Universal Studios film that uh, never got released to theaters. Apparently, this film called Extinction, starring Michael Pena in the lead role, was sold to Netflix when it was decided the film wouldn't be a success in theaters. It was sort of a dark sci-fi film, and uh, the premise is that it follows the the lead character, who is a a father figure, and uh, his his day is interrupted by dreams, uh, troubling dreams, nightmares even, that he can't decide if they're memories or their premonitions, but it are they are images of his family in danger, and this causes trouble at home between his children and wife, as he's not getting proper sleep and often works late hours. As the story progresses, we learn that there's a cause for these troubling dreams and that comes to reality when an invasion begins. There seems to be some military action that takes place and uh, well not to give any spoilers but uh, it has a surprise twist and no this is not a feature by M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) but um, if you don't mind somewhat long-to-get-started stories that uh, have a surprise ending, I would recommend checking out Extinction on Netflix. It's uh, an interesting story, like I said, and it has a surprising twist. And um, I think that it might actually have had a chance at the box office, but... uh, Universal Studios had uh, different thoughts on this, apparently. And before long, it was time to call it an evening. There were a few things that needed to be done before 
we had to face the work day. And uh, as many of you may be aware, there's just a certain amount of things that need to be done before you hit the hay that fateful night at the end of your weekend. And it just seems to be a never ending list of tasks. But thankfully, yours truly was able to manage. And in the end, I was grateful for having taken the time as it managed to give me more time uh, on this Monday morning. And uh, as we move forward into the week, Hubby and I are getting ready. We're getting excited for the new second season premiere of Star Trek Discovery on CBS All Access. And as we are just about 10 days away from that event, he and I will be watching all of season one in preparation. And if you haven't watched it, there were a series of short films done, short episodes called Short Tracks, and these were produced between first and the upcoming second season as sort of a fill-in to the backstory of some of the characters, including the first officer, uh, Commander Saru, as well as the sort of villain role of Harry Mudd, who, of course, originally appeared in the original Star Trek back in the 60s, but has been reprised by uh, sitcom star Rain Wilson. Uh, quite a bit of talent has gone into his performance, and many fans are saying that this is one of their favorite aspects of the new Star Trek Discovery series. All right, folks, we are awaiting some icy wintry weather, and so uh, hang tight and we'll see what becomes of the week. Stay tuned for the second half of this program. And here we are, a day closer to the weekend. In actuality, it is my Friday today, as I've treated myself for the first time in the new year with a long weekend. And this is due to the upcoming birthday celebration of Hubby Billy. Now, uh, Hubby has just ended his busiest time of year at Grace Brothers and he will be helping out at another store. He's going to be doing the year-end inventory. Yes, the I word. It's kind of a dirty word if you work in the retail world. Basically, they check the books to figure out the figures and see how sales went partly to figure out if the current stock is where it needs to be. And in actuality, at least in uh, more recent years, this is done by a third-party company. A lot of you uh, may be familiar with these sorts of, of jobs as they're often part-time in contract and 
I'm sure there's a fair number of you who in this day and age and these interesting times have probably relied on a job or two of this nature. I consider myself fortunate because of the few times that I've been looking for another position, it's been as a result of a choice to move locations. So I've been very fortunate that uh, in more recent years, my positions have lasted several years. Anyways, uh, hubby gets to babysit the store as the folks come by for a, a late night audit, as it were. They, they check the stock on the shelves and make sure they have as many as they should and uh, figure out uh, how many more they need. And it is just a glorified babysitting job because all hubby is there to do is to make sure the company who is in charge of the inventory is, well, let's just say doing an honest job. (laughs) Pardon the sniffle here, allergies. And so uh, basically he watches them to make sure that they're not just scanning one of a product and multiplying it kind of like you would when you go to a cash register and are checking out. This sort of thing is not allowed. They're actually supposed to physically check each and every individual item to make sure there is quote-unquote an honest count. So that's Hubby's big to-do with the end of the week here. He'll be working late and uh I will actually have the pleasure, the privilege of Mr. Toppy Smelly's company. He's coming by so that we can watch our next homework assignment for Matinee Minutia. Now, normally I would go ahead and tell you what that is, but uh, you do need a little encouragement to show up. Why don't you go to Facebook and look for matinee, M-A-T-I-N-E-E, minutia, M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E. We have a Facebook group there, matinee minutia. Um, and, you know, if you just want to get the answer quick, you could always listen to the end of our last episode. But anyways, we're going to have dinner at home and we're going to watch a, a couple of films on our our large home movie or home theater screen. And uh, let's see. Well, Hubby's birthday technically is Saturday. Oddly, he is working. Although I understand the majority of the jobs out there, your birthday is not considered a holiday. And of course, unless you have specifically taken the day off. You just observe it when you can. Well, hubby's birthday happens to be on my normal day off, so we will probably be observing it the day after when he is actually off. But the other night, I managed to put the finishing touches on a little bit of last-minute shopping I had uh, a few more items to gather for the haul, 
so that I could get things together for hubby's birthday gifts. And I managed to remember to get the card. <laughs> so I will be uh, probably wrapping some of those gifts while he's at work. And we haven't actually figured out what our plans are going to be for the in lieu of big day. I, for one, would like to take hubby out to dinner. Uh, as for my birthday this year, we managed to have the family over, or parts thereof, uh, for uh, the actual day of. So this will sort of be our treat to ourselves as we didn't get to go out for a meal on my birthday. And sadly, our favorite Italian restaurant at the nearby mall closed its doors, I do believe, last year. So we'll have to find somewhere else to go. I certainly like uh, Indian and Thai food, and from time to time we do enjoy Chinese. Although I tend to feel that Chinese is more takeout food, more convenience food. Unless it's a, a formal sit-down place, which, uh, by the way, is the sort of place that I proposed to hubby at. Oh, this was seven years ago, this past Christmas. Yes, you heard me right. I proposed on Christmas Eve seven years ago. And uh, we are entering our eighth year... And it will actually be our ninth year together, which causes pause and reflection simply because I am now firmly ensconced into my 40s, hubby a little more so, and I, I can't help but think back that I have now been back in my home state for close to a decade, which is as long as... I was gone before, although in my previous departure, it was uh, mostly my misguided youth. I managed to live in several different states during that time. My travels with my ex took me to Dallas, Texas, to Southern California, and then lastly to the Denver, Colorado area, where I spent the better part of eight years, and I do very much miss the scenic beauty of the Centennial State. I'm uh, just a little concerned, though, that the cost of living has increased so much there, and I'm not absolutely sure I could find work in, in my line if I were to return there. You see, I worked for a company for... Oh, about as long as I've been with the candy shop now. And uh, I don't think there are that many options for me there. It's strange to think back that uh, I'm at not really a turning point, but I'm a, at a chapter in my life where now I, I'm no longer in my misguided youth. I've, I've certainly passed my 30s. And, uh, you know, it's supposed to be quite a while before midlife. And let's face it, no one 
retires, or at least nobody who isn't independently wealthy, no one retires in their mid-60s anymore these days. In fact, I was just uh, commenting on a post by Moose P on Facebook, and I, I do believe that he retired the other year, and uh, I said that Hubby Billy's mom worked as a bus driver until she was 72. So think about that, folks. A divorcee, widow, uh, and widow who uh, lives on her own with, and has uh, adult children all having left, never having settled down again, working until she was 72. And the last few years of her employment were for a contractor company, so I don't even think she had benefits then. I'd like to think that I'm a little better off. At least I've, I've learned to, to stuff the mattress a little more, uh, little more um, persistently. So, anyways, I am heading home for the weekend, and I hope to get a few things done. We are now in the countdown to the Farpoint Convention, the Mid-Atlantic Sci-Fi Extravaganza, taking place February 8th through 11th in the North Baltimore suburb of Hunt Valley. Go to farpointcon.com. I know I said a moment ago, but it's something that easily excites me. It's my annual sabbatical or reunite with my nerd family and uh, most certainly road trips are a fun thing to share with friends something to look forward to and get excited about and sure a little bit of travel can uh, justify a bunch of uh, <laughs> poor dining choices because uh, let's face it uh, I'm a little further away from my goal weight from the other year than I'd like to admit but uh, <laughs> happy thoughts so as you may be aware it's been some time since I've had a co-host on the far away nearby my my anchor show my pilot program my baby step venture and uh, we just had a 50th episode and hubby and I put out a Christmas special truth be told hubby and I really don't have enough days off together for us to regularly produce a show of our own hence having a co-host and in all honesty the show had been coasting on fumes ever since the departure of the Duchess Sue and if you're listening to this I I do hope that better things are on the horizon for you dear sweet lady she and her husband are having to face some difficult choices as there have been some changes in their lifestyle and uh, they will be having to move again which she uh, seems to average 
every couple of years. And that would frustrate the hell out of me. But uh, anyways, I've been asking for folks to come forward to express interest in possibly becoming the next co-host of The Far Away Nearby. And uh, there, there has been no steppings forward. So rather than allow the quality of that program to continue to suffer, I think that it's, it's time to call that chapter over. I do thoroughly appreciate those of you who have managed to schedule me in and have been a, a guest of the show in the past. And uh, I will continue to podcast, or at least for the time being, I'll be continuing to do Surely You Just, as you're listening to, as well as Matinee Minutia with Toppy Smelly since that is a fun program that I enjoy creating with his help. And uh, you can still find me over there. So hang tight, folks. And uh, I hope that you have some time to relax and sit back, maybe catch your breath. And, uh, you know, Count your silverware and uh, your punch glasses, because the holidays are over. Time to take the wreath off that front door. Okay, folks, that's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique Voices in Podcasting. UnivazPods.net